Welcome to the Audacious Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna Beers. Each week, we will walk you through the entrepreneurial adventures of either myself or my amazing guests as we explore what we did right, what we've done wrong, and everything in between. We'll arm you with tactical tips and tools that will allow you to navigate your own path to build your dream business. Welcome to another episode of The Audacious Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Brianna Beers, and happy flipping new year, ladies. We made it to another year. We made it to another decade. It is 2020, and y'all are on here killing it. Okay, so I just want to say congratulations for making it to another year, and thank you for sharing your new year with me. So, um, so today we are talking all about starting 2020 with 2020 clarity. So I'm super excited to share today's episode with you. So before we get started, you guys, this episode of The Audacious Entrepreneur is brought to you by Lipa Beers and Associates. So did you guys even know that I own my own tax and accounting firm? If not, that's because I've done a shoddy job at advertising up to this point. Thus, here's your shameless self-promoting plug, right? Seriously, though, LBA specializes in tax preparation and tax planning for individuals and small businesses. Small businesses, you guys, that's you. It's so important that every business has a trusted tax advisor, someone who does more than just prepare your tax returns. This is somebody who helps you strategize so you can save money where you legally can. Take that money, instead of paying towards your taxes, put it back into your business, or maybe even finally pay yourself, reinvest in yourself, right? So if you don't have a trusted accountant, or maybe you just don't like your current one, definitely give us a shout out. We offer free consultations where we can either sit down with you if you're local, or we can chat on the phone or via Zoom if you're not, and we'll let you know how we can help you with your specific business and determine if we're a good fit to work with one another. You can schedule your free consultation today at lipabeerscpa.com. That's L-I-P-P-A-B-E-E-R-S-C-P-A.com. Link is also in the show notes. Go ahead and when you're there, click on the teal schedule a free consultation at the bottom of the home screen and we can explore the opportunities where we can help your business. All right, ladies. So I hope that you are listening to this the week it drops. Um, I have the, like the, not benefit, the honor, I don't know, I, luxury, coincidence, I don't know, but I got to drop my first episode of the year on the first day of the year. So I thought that was so awesome. So I figured what a better way to celebrate this coincidence than to drop an episode on starting the year with, with clarity. So I named it starting 2020 with 2020 clarity, because that seemed very cliche and awesome. So if you're not listening to this during this first week of the year, Don't worry. You can still do the things I'm telling you to do in today's episode. Okay. Even if you're listening to this, you know, in the middle of June. Okay. These are things that you can do now. And then you know to do them again at the beginning of next year. But if you are, whatever time of year you are listening is a great time to make sure you have clarity in your business for whatever the upcoming time frame is. I just love the idea of starting a brand new year and a brand new 
decade, you guys, decade with some awesome clarity in our business. So let's get started. So today is a little different. So I'm giving you three steps, but I guess they're not really steps. There are three actions, I guess, because the thing is these three actions are not linear. Okay. There are three things. I need a better vocabulary, but three steps, three actions, three I don't know. There are three actions you need to take, but they work together. Okay. They don't, it's not like complete step one, then you complete step two, then you complete step three. And once we get into talking about it, you'll realize what I mean. But, but basically what I'm saying is these three tasks, take action steps that you need to, that I'm giving you work together. Okay. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. They work together. You need to do them. You need to understand the framework of all of them and do them all at the same time, basically. All right. God, I hope that makes sense. That will make total sense after we go over these three. I still don't know what I want to call it. They're not steps. Three activities. We're going to go with activities. All right. So activity number one is to revisit or possibly create your business plan. Okay. So let's start with those of you that don't have a business plan. What a, is there a better time to create a business plan at the beginning of a year? No. So let's do that. All right. So if you do not have a business plan already in place, create one. All right. The SBA, Small Business Association, has a fantastic template on their website to get you started. And that link to that template is actually in the show notes. Okay. So if you do not have one, if you do not have a business plan, create one. And it can be the most basic of basic business plans, okay, you guys? It does not have to be something elaborate. Um, But there are, I will tell you, that a solid business plan has uh, specific parts. So it has five parts to it, you guys. It has a market analysis. It has um, a section about the organization and management of your business. It talks about the marketing and sales strategies for your business. The next one is service and product mix. And then finally, your financials. Okay. I will probably do a podcast episode on this. In the meantime, in addition to the link in the show notes to the SBA website, there's also a link to my girl, Jamie Troll. She has a Facebook group called Financial Literacy for women business owners, women entrepreneurs. I don't know. There's a link for that in the show notes as well. Um, Specifically, there's a link to the first episode of her business plan creation training. She does a a weekly Facebook live training in her group. And a while back, she did a whole series on creating your business plan. So there will be a link in the show notes to her first, um, the first training in that series. Okay. So if you do not have a business plan, or maybe you have a business plan, but you're not satisfied with it, start there. Okay. Cause I do not have enough time in this episode to go into it for you guys. So business plan is key. Okay. So if you already have a business plan, fantastic, super awesome. For many of you, your business plan is sitting underneath a pile of unused papers in a drawer be, have, being, have, or having been forgotten about. Okay. It is so important that you remember that your business plan is a, it's a living document. It is something that should be constantly 
updated, revisited, and reviewed. Okay. Many of us had to create a business plan when we started our business. Okay. So if you got a small business loan, any sort of business loan, actually, or any sort of investors or or um, investment uh, venture capital, you had to have a business plan. Okay. Then lots of us, we created a business plan when we started our business because that's that's the right thing to do, right? It's good to create a business plan. But how many of us created that business plan one to five years ago and haven't looked at it since? Okay, what what good is that serving us, right? So dust off that business plan that you created, no matter how long ago, and let's update it, okay? So your business plan, whether you're creating it for the first time or you're just revamping it, you have to ensure that the aspects within your business plan align with your 2020 vision for your business. Okay. If you created this even a year ago, you guys, my business plan from even, let me think about this from June, my business plan from June, which is the last time I updated it. Oh my God, does not, does not line up with my vision for 2020. Okay. I have taken so many steps and grown so much and in the last six months that my vision for 2020 is just levels above where I was in in the middle of 2019. So as soon as I'm done recording this, not as soon as I'm done, let's be honest, but on my calendar to work on before the end of the year, because I did record this in mid-December, is to do a a revision of my business plan which is what y'all should do too. So you need to make sure your business plan aligns with your 2020 vision. Okay. If not, it's time for an update. And honestly, if you're not updating your business plan, then you aren't, I am going to be straight up with you right now. You're not working your business. You're not growing your business. Okay. If you're looking at a business plan from a year ago and you looked at, you're looking at it, you're like, this is great. It's perfect for 2020. You're not pushing yourself. Okay, you're not pushing yourself and you're not pushing your business to grow. Okay, I want you to just push a little bit, you guys, even if it's just the smallest of smallest adjustments. Okay, whatever your, if your goal for 2020 looks the same as it was for 2019, pick one area and push yourself to grow in that. Okay, maybe it's to take a specific, let's say you're multi-level marketing, okay? I'm going to, I'm going to use Syngenics for an example, just because I I know their product pretty well. Okay. And you're like, well, nope, I want to keep my goals the same. No, pick a product line, pick your favorite product line. So maybe it's lip sense. Okay. Maybe it's the lip sense line and tell yourself, no, my business plan is going to show, I want a 10% growth. Okay. I want to grow 10% in my lip sense sales in 2020 over 2019. Okay. That goal is going to look different for everyone. But what I'm telling you is your 2020 business plan, your goals, your vision, your, you know, where you see yourself in 2020, your growth needs to be bigger. Okay. Push yourself. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Okay. All right. Sorry. Not where I was going with that. My bad. You know me in tangents. That's why you're still here because you love them. So It's time for an update and just to remind you that your business plan is not a one-touch document. You know, make sure you're constantly updating it. And so, you guys, the reason your business plan is so important is because your business plan is your roadmap to your goals. 
Okay. All those five sections we just talked about, you know, I just mentioned your market analysis, your organization and management, your marketing and sales strategies, your service and product mix, and your financials. They all work together to get you from where you are now to where you want to be on 12-31-2020. Okay. They're the roadmap to your goals. And um, let's see. So make sure you have it. Okay. Sorry. I'm checking my notes because I got off on a tangent. So I forgot where I was going. You know, that's how we roll. Um, <laughs> so you're where you are and where, so your business plan tells you where you are or takes you from where you are to where you want to go. Okay. So business plan. So time frame in terms of how long is it going to take you to revisit or build your business plan? So if you are revisiting a current plan, I would say allow a half a day. Okay, allow a good four hours to sit down with your business plan and figure out how it needs to be adjusted and which areas you are going to push yourself this year and grow in. All right. And if you are creating a brand new plan from scratch, it's it's going to take longer. Okay. And so you may want to batch it up and just say, okay, I'm going to mark this two days off my calendar to get my business plan done. It may not take that long, you guys. I'm just, I'm I'm an over planner. I'd rather say, give myself two full days to do this task and then get it done in a day than to only plan a day, have it take longer than not finish it. Okay. That's just me. You do you, boo. Um, but it could take up to two full days. And that may be blocking two full days off your calendar. That may be blocking, you know, there was five sections. So maybe you block two hours off in the morning every day for a week. I don't know, whatever works for you. Make sure you get this done. Okay. As soon as you listen to this, okay. As soon as you listen to this episode, I want you to give yourself a deadline of two weeks from today to have this business plan done and put it in your calendar and make it happen. Whatever that looks like to you. Okay. Okay. You're not pausing this to go look at your calendar. You're not listening. Okay, so the second activity in today's um, list (laughs) is to set your 2020 business resolutions. So I kind of touched on this. This is kind of where I tangented tangented off in step one. But and this is where I talk about how these steps all go together. So to ensure that you incorporate your 2020 business resolutions into your business plan, you kind of got to do this all together, right? So as you're looking at your, whether it's you look at your business plan and you say, okay, you start striking things and and replacing it with what you actually want to change and do in 2020, or if you're building it from, you know, from scratch, or let's say you're, you, you put your business plan aside and you just say, okay, here are my 2020 goals. However that looks like to you, I want you to have a list of what you want to accomplish in 2020, you guys. Okay. Business plan aside, you can do this before you even create your business plan. Okay. If you're creating your business plan from new, from scratch, this is a, this is a step you can take before you even tackle the rest of your business plan. Okay. Your business plan in that instance will create the steps to get to your, to your goal. Okay. So set your 2020 business resolutions. Okay. So like you guys, just as you would set your personal New Year's resolutions, okay? You always should be doing the same for your business. So you're going to ask yourself questions like, what improvements do you want to make in 2020? What areas do you want to grow? Uh, maybe there's areas, what areas do you want to cut back on? 
So this, for example, what areas you want to cut back on? This can be twofold. You know, this might be maybe you want to stop focusing on a product line that isn't giving you the return that you anticipated. Okay. Maybe that's cutting back on a certain expense because again, you're not getting the rate of return that you want. Uh, where do you want to grow? That could be in a sales area. You could say, okay, I want to, like we talked about earlier, I want to expand my product sales in this line by 10%. It could be that you want to grow. Maybe you marketing is not your thing, but you want to start marketing this year, right? So maybe you're going to say, okay, I want to grow. I want to start actually marketing this year and figuring out what that looks like. Um, same with improvements. Improvements could be marketing. Improvements could be um, technical, tech, oh my gosh, technological advances. And we'll talk about those things in step three. But what improvements do you want to make in 2020? And okay, uh, we'll just go. That brings me to area number three. So this is where you identify your areas of growth and the areas you need to expand your spending. So as, as you identify where you want to make improvements, where you want to grow, where you want to cut back on, you have to figure out what that means to your business. And so the primary areas that businesses typically expand their spending on when it, as it relates to those resolutions are the four following. That does not mean you're going to hit all four of these. That doesn't mean you're going to hit any four of these. Your growth plan for 2020 may look totally different than this. And that is fine. What I'm telling you are the four areas that are the most um, the most expanded on when people are when you're looking at your business resolutions and plans. God, I hope that makes sense. You guys, you can tell, side note, okay, you can tell that I am a linear thinker. And the fact that this training today is kind of circular, as in they all, you know, all the steps kind of mush together, it's creating a, a challenge for me. So if I seem like I'm everywhere, I'm so sorry. But hopefully once you open the show notes and maybe you listen to this again or you rewind it a little bit, it all makes sense. Hot mess over here. Okay. So the primary areas of business that, that businesses typically expand on. Number one is your staffing and hiring needs. Okay. Whether you're a business that already has a team and maybe you need to expand that team or you're a solopreneur, you're on your own, you're doing everything on your own. Okay. If this is your year for growth, this is your year to hire out help, okay? <clears throat> and I think we've talked about this before. You're going to come back at me and tell me that you can't afford it, okay? And maybe you're right. Maybe this is not the year that you're growing and you're getting help, okay? But at some point, you have to hire. You're going to have to hire help, okay? Unless this is always just going to be your fun side gig that is not making much of a profit. I need water. There we go. You're going to have to start hiring help. And not to, you guys, that doesn't mean you're hiring a full-time, you know, a full-time 40-hour-a-week person to pay. You might hire a VA to spend that works one hour a week just doing your social media marketing. Okay? Start small. Start, I mean, you have to find a VA that's willing to hire someone for one hour. Some aren't. Um, some have like a minimum of five or 10 hours a week. But if you can find a good VA to spend one hour of time on whatever it is that moves your needle forward and where you want to grow, start there, okay? One hour a week. 
if your VA charges 30 bucks an hour, one hour a week, that's 120 bucks a month, right? Put that in terms of what you're doing, okay? How many products does that mean, extra products do you have to sell this month to pay for that VA? How many more hours of service do you have to provide to a client to pay for that VA? Okay, figure that out. Don't tell me you can't afford it until you've tried. All right? So don't say, I just can't afford it. I'm going to ignore me. Ignore it. Do what I just said, okay? One hour a week for a VA is $120 a month ish. Again, depends on who you're hiring and how many hours you actually need. And then figure out what you need to do to, to make that money, to create that money. Okay. So staffing and hiring needs are your first area or one of the primary areas of growth. Another one is in technology. A lot of businesses are trying to figure out how they can automate, what areas they can automate, maybe, um, or what, you know, and then in, it, as they're automating, what new products and softwares do you need to do so? So a really easy area uh, area that people or that you can automate in is your email, okay? If you are sending out weekly or even monthly newsletters to your clients, first of all, if you're not, you should be, and we'll talk all about email marketing in a different episode, but let's say that's it. Let's say you are right now writing a monthly newsletter to your clients, right, and you are manually writing that. And then you are manually pulling all of your addresses of your contacts and clients in from your address book in Google, and then you're sending it or however that looks. Okay. You can automate that with an email server. Um, we use MailChimp right now. It is free up to a certain amount of users. I don't know if that's 500 or a thousand, but what happens you guys is you create your contact list in MailChimp. Okay. So you have all of your client contacts in a list in MailChimp. And then you, they, they have templates, so they have beautiful templates and artwork, so you can consistently send the same type of email, and then you write the email, and then on the first of the month, you click a button to send to your contact list, and it goes to everybody, all right? And what, so that you're automating it, if that's your goal, is to automate something, because your goal is to improve your technology. MailChimp is a great tool. There are so many other ones out there. You guys, I'm just giving you an example based on my experience, right? And so, sorry if you can hear the dogs in the background. Um, not sorry. So automate. And then what's cool about MailChimp is you have analytics. Um, you can see how who's opening it, how many times it's being opened, all that stuff. Um, okay, so that's technology. Number three, the third primary area is marketing and advertising. This can look so different to so many people or so many businesses, but this could be hiring a marketing coordinator. This could be investing in Facebook ads or something similar. Um, this might just be investing your time or possibly a team member or VA's time into social media content creation. Okay, whatever that looks like to you. So marketing and advertising is another main area. And the last primary area that businesses typically expand in is rebranding. Okay, so your brand is so important. And we will, again, this is probably another, this is a whole nother podcast episode in itself, but branding is important. And if you don't know what branding is, then it's time to start because it is a key to a successful business and growing your business. And, you know, expanding and, re, you know, branding could go hand in hand with the marketing and advertising we talked above. And it could be something as easy as a brand update 
you know, maybe it's just tweaking your logo a little bit. Maybe it's just, you know, your tagline maybe doesn't coincide with your vision anymore. So maybe it's updating your tagline. So many different things. Or it can be a total rebrand, okay? Maybe you're taking your business a totally different direction and need to totally rebrand it, okay? Whatever that looks like to you. Sorry, drinking my coffee as I talk. Who does that? Um, so those, you guys, are the four main areas where you may need to grow or expand, okay? Again, so it's staffing and hiring, technology, marketing slash advertising, or rebranding. And again, these may not apply to you. One of them may apply to you. You may be having to take on a whole different area, but these are just some ideas. And then within that same step is assessing the costs of whatever changes you're making. So you have to ensure that you have a plan to cover those extra costs, right? So maybe you have a reserve. Maybe you knew that 2020 is your year where you're going to hit marketing hard. And so you're going to start investing in Facebook ads and a VA to deal with your social media marketing and all that jazz. And you knew that it was going to cost a good chunk of money. So that's where you, you saved all your money in 2019. You didn't spend it and you're, you have this little nest egg saved up, right? Maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe it's that you plan on getting, seeing a return very quickly after you make this investment. Okay, so ask yourself that. When do you plan to see a return on these investments? Okay, so you have to assess the costs and figure out how long it's going to take you to recover those costs. That's also going to really help you evaluate if this is a change that you want to make in your business, if it's worth it. All right, so that's it, you guys. I really appreciate you guys sticking with me on, on today. Again, I know like it's so hard when you're like I'm a linear thinker and so to think of these three things as not being steps, but being actions that work together. So I'm just going to revisit them one more time real quick to give you kind of a summary of what we talked about today. So you are going to want to revisit or create your business plan. And we gave you the tools to do that. Going hand in hand with that is setting your 2020 business resolutions. Where do you want to, where do you want your business going in 2020? And from there, you identify the areas of growth or the areas you need to expand your spending in order to hit those resolutions and see that growth. And then the, that growth plan gets incorporated into your business plan. Yeah? Okay. So you're, I guess creating your business plan might be the last thing you do. You want to, but again, I think they all just kind of go together. So who knows? If you guys, if this makes sense to you, you know, give me a high five. Give me a comment. Give me a thumbs up. If it was a shit show and you're like, what the hell is she still talking about? Let me know that too. And I will try to come up with a better roadmap for a future episode to, to outline this for you guys. I just, uh, I just see what I need you guys to see. And I just want you guys to follow this map. Okay. Business plan. That's the bottom line. Create your business plan. All right. Thanks for joining me. You guys, let's kick 2020 off, right? Start strong, okay? That's all I need you guys to do is start this year kicking ass, okay? So keep listening. We will keep giving you the tips and the tools and the tricks to help you grow your business and kick ass. And as always, I'm going to ask you to subscribe. If you listen on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a review on iTunes. 
if that's where you listen. And if none of this applies to you, take a screenshot as you're listening and share it on your social media. You know, share it on your social media, tag someone who you think might benefit. Maybe not from this specific episode. Maybe go back to another one of your favorite episodes and share, share that one instead. Or if I'm overthinking it and this episode was great and you guys got it, you know, info out of it and helped you, great. Share this episode. All right. To that, happy new year to you guys. And let's make 2020 the best year yet.